Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Egg Express. My name is Jamie, and I am your host, and this is episode 55, all about apples. Okay, friends, apple season is upon us, and I wanted to um, do an episode dedicated to this wonderful food. And you know how they have said, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, they might not be a magic cure-all, but they are definitely very good for your health. And I wanted to spend this episode um, sharing with you health tips as well as just fun facts about apples and inspire you to really take advantage of this season's harvest um, as we get into apple season. And apple season, apple picking starts usually where I live late August in early September. And usually the picking is finished by October. And uh, that's, of course, the prime season to buy and preserve your apples. Uh, And then apples are a cold storage food. So uh, like potatoes, onions, some of those heartier fruits and vegetables, Um, what isn't sold immediately goes into literally cold storage, refrigerated storage. And so uh, in the spring and the summer, you're actually eating the previous year's apples if they are from the United States. And if it's spring and summer where you live um, and you're listening to this and you're getting apples from the the southern hemispheres like New Zealand, Australia, Chile, um, just remember that imported food is picked early and then they spray it with methyl bromide and other chemicals to try to get it to ripen and also as they import fruits and vegetables into the United States, um, they do that in order to protect our agriculture from any pests and insects that come from foreign countries so we don't have outbreaks. So it's something to think about if you are buying fruits and vegetables that are from other countries. Um, but if you're buying apples in the spring that are not United States, then they're coming from the Southern Hemisphere, picked early, gassed to ripen, and then of course sprayed with methyl bromide before they're allowed to enter the United States. Um, so in In the United States, we have about 250 varietals of apples, and worldwide, there's about 300 varieties of apples. My favorite apple is a hybrid. It's grown in my area, but very small amounts of them, and they're called a pink pearl apple. And on the outside, it kind of looks like a Fuji, Uh, tastes a little bit like a Granny Smith. However, the flesh of the apple is pink. And the older the tree, the darker pink the apple becomes uh, because it's pulling more and more minerals out of the ground. And so when my kids were little, I would get pink pearl apples and they have a really short harvest season, three weeks, four weeks. Um, And I would make applesauce with them. And so they had pink applesauce and they actually thought I was cool. (laughs) So that's called a pink pearl apple. There's not very many of those, um, you know, around, but, uh, they're really fun tree to have. Um, 
there's only about 30 really well-known varietals of apples. And of course, we've heard Granny Smith, Macintosh, uh, Brayburn, Fuji. There's an apple called the Jazz Apple that was really good. Cord Red Delicious, Golden Delicious, things like that. But let's talk about a little bit more about where they came from. So apples originally came from Europe, and they're preferred over... Uh, North American native crab apples. Crab apples are real small and tart, and not everybody prefers tart apples. Um, in an apple, they have a plant chemical called a flavonoid, and that helps protect your blood vessels in your heart from damage, as well as it has pectin, and that is needed to break down fiber in your gut. And we know gut health is crucial for everybody. If you peel your apple, you lose much of the fiber and the flavonoids. Uh, so fiber makes you feel fuller longer and lessens the effects and symptoms of acid reflux. Scientists have found apples to benefit lung strength and ease asthma, promote bone health, assist in weight loss, ease symptoms of Alzheimer's and uh, age-related memory issues. Um, unless you're purchasing organic apples, they, apples tend to be covered in wax and pesticides. So make sure that you wash your apples before eating because apples are not naturally super, super shiny. That's because the to make them look pretty and entice you, um, to buy them and to kind of try to give them a little protection from insects after they're harvested. They spray everything with a wax, much like um, bell peppers and, and different foods like that. Um, and you, you don't want to be ingesting that. So, you know, it's something to think about with the apples. Um, if you're buying apples to be eaten within a week, look for apples that are unbruised, unbroken flesh, and with no sign of insect damage. You don't have to have a special way to store them. Uh, a fruit bowl or a platter on the counter is totally fine unless your house is going to get really hot. Um, providing, you know, that you know, you have temperature control within your house. Uh, if you like to have chilled apples and you want to store them in the refrigerator, it's wise to store them in a plastic bag because similar to bananas, they let off a gas and um, there can be a little bit of flavor and taste infringement in the refrigerator. So um, that's why they tend to do better on the countertop. Uh, a few, you know, fun facts about apples and the different varieties of apples. Um, Brayburn apples are a beautiful red dessert apple from New Zealand. So New Zealand has a very similar climate to California. And of course, we grow a lot of apples in California and across the nation, really. It's a, once you get your trees established, they're pretty easy to grow. But that, um, New Zealand and Australia, they do real well with, um, apple growing. And so usually in the grocery stores, the sticker on them will just say that they're from New Zealand or call it New Zealand. Um, but they have to be sure to distinguish the Brayburn from the New Zealand Fuji apple, because that apple is a little bit more acidic than an American Fuji apple. Um, there's another varietal called the Cortland, and it's a cross between a Macintosh and Ben Davis apples. It was developed around 1915 in upstate New York. It too has a crisp red skin type of apple skin, yet it works for just about everything. Um, eating it fresh, cooked, baked, frozen. And that's important to know what kind of apples can do what, because like red delicious are not good baking apples. 
Granny Smith are. Um, not every apple can be used for every uh, trick in, in the kitchen. So you want to kind of educate yourself a little bit on that. Um, there's an apple on the East Coast, I believe it is. It's called the Ergamont Russet often just called a russet apple and it's named for a, the golden skin its scent is nutty and its flesh is fine but also hard and it's one of the best eating apples but it's also really good for pies and tarts because it will hold up um, the empire apple is a light textured and juicy american red dessert apple and its flesh is crisp and pale green uh the fuji of course is also from new zealand but its flesh is crispier and juicier and more aromatic than a braeburn it makes a great snacking or dessert apple and its skin is red with patches of yellow uh the golden delicious has been one of the you know great all-purpose apples since it was discovered in west virginia in 1914. the granny smith has been considered um, one of the long time dessert apples because it is hard and crisp flesh and it retains its shape during cooking. And that's, you know, definitely can think about if you tried to bake um, a red delicious, it just does not end well. Um, the skin is tough and it has the brightest green skin of all the apples. Uh, the greening apple was developed in Greens and Rhode Island at the turn of the 18th century, and it is a tart yellow green skinned apple that's mostly used for pies and baking or cooking. Uh, the iterad is one that you will see everywhere in the fall. Uh, again, also very East Coast heavy. Uh, why? Because it's probably very easy to grow. Uh, it's a dull apple, dull for munching, dull for cooking. You kind of skip that one because it's not, not actually a favorite, even though it's easy to grow. Uh, some people are familiar with the Jonathan apple, and this is another good all-around variety. Um, it has a red skin streaked with orange and creamy white. Uh, a cre it has creamy white flesh. Sometimes there's little bits of red in it. It's juicy, slightly tart, and you can snack with it or also bake with it. It'll hold its shape. The Macintosh apple comes from Canada, and it's flavorful, and it has its white color on the inside, very crispy on the outside, very juicy, and it's good both on its own or in desserts. And then there's one called the opalescent, and this arrives usually mid-September. It's a bright red with a few green spots and crispy and juicy. It's a good eating by itself type of apple. Okay, here's the red delicious. It's very pretty, but it looks better than it tastes. I actually lost my first two teeth on a red delicious apple. And while it has a refreshing tartness, the skin is tough and the flesh is crumbly. This is why you don't bake with them. And sometimes it just makes you think to yourself that you can't swallow it because it's very hard to chew. Probably why I lost my teeth with it. Um, but if you come across a batch of Red Delicious that aren't mealy, you want to grab them because kids tend to like them. Um, there's one called the Rome Beauty, which is uh, one of America's favorite baking apples it's large round and red and uh, 
it has it's very good and fresh but it also keeps its shape and its flavor when you cook it in addition it absorbs flavors like a sponge so it's especially good if you're dealing with a lot of spices or you're going to use it in cake um there's another one called the wind sap which is uh lives up to the it's very fun name uh it has shiny deep red skin tinged with yellow it's juicy and both sweet and tart, and it makes it very good both munching apple and a baking apple. Um, tart apples do really good in baking because you can balance it with the sugars. Now, if you get a sweeter apple and you bake with it and then you add sugar, sometimes your recipe is going to turn out too sweet. And, and that's actually not as pleasurable as you would think. Um, when you have a lot of extra apples or you might be kind of down to the wire of whether or not they're good one of the things that i like to do is make applesauce with them and i actually will leave a lot of the skin on um, and then puree it down because we want the nutrition of the the skin with the fiber and the flavonoids etc um, but what i love to do to make it real simple on myself is cut them up, dump them in my crock pot with um, brown sugar, cinnamon, whatever spices I want. Um, and I love brown sugar in my applesauce. I might add sometimes a little, you know, white sugar as well. Um, and then I actually set it in the crock pot and let it cook all day. And once it's all broken down, I get my immersion blender, puree it down, and then you can can it, you can freeze it once it's cooled, um, you, can, you know, or just have it right away. Um, but it's the easiest way to make applesauce. Um, I also love to do apple pie filling that I actually will prep it as if I'm making an apple pie, all the seasonings, the thickeners, and then I divide all of that into um, freezer bags that would be the equivalent amount of what you would need for an apple pie. Make sure, though, that you guys are squeezing the air out of your freezer bags. Or if you have a vacuum sealer, those are awesome. And with the vacuum sealer, of course, it takes all the air out because the air is always the enemy of our produce. Um, it will start to degrade it if you don't have lemon juice, but also air in the bag will develop the... Um, the ice crystals and you don't want that because later when you make the pie uh you don't want it to be too watery and so what i love to do is freeze all of that and then anytime in the off season that i want an apple crisp or an apple pie all i have to do is grab a bag from the freezer set it on the counter make a crust or a topping or whatever and i've got a really fast dessert for um, company or, or whatnot, whatever we have going on at our house. Uh, the other thing too is um, I have entered many an apple pie contest, but I've actually judged a lot of apple pie contests as well. And thanks idlers. <laughs> but one of the best things you can do is mix the varietals of your apples in your apple pie. So not just all Granny Smith. You might want to throw in one of those Rome Beauty apples. Um, I love to throw in um, maybe a Fuji or a Jonathan, you know, mix up those varietals because I believe it deepens the flavor that your pie develops. So uh, the other thing too is apples do really well in savory recipes. Again, you can do like an apple sauce or uh, you can uh, 
do apples with maybe something a little bit spicier like ginger and make a topping. It goes great with pork. Um, you can actually put stuffing or chop up apples and put it in stuffing for like a rolled pork loin or even in a turkey. Um, it provides moisture and it also provides a sweetness to the savory. Um, but apples play well off of spice and sweet. Uh, it's really fun. I think sometimes we forget that we're able to do both with apples. Uh, so anyways, you guys, as we enter apple season, one of my most favorite times of the year, I hope that you feel inspired to, uh, you know, go out to apple farms and pick Bring them home and really stock your freezer, stock your pantry, and enjoy one of the greatest fruits that we have and uh, just really allow yourself to play around with different recipes. And, and I'm so grateful that it is a long-term type of fruit that we can store it for such a long time and be able to reap that harvest many, many months into the next season. So enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions or need recipe ideas, make sure you message me through social media at homeecexpress.com. Uh, you can always follow us on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, and I hope that you enjoyed this and a doc an apple a day keeps the doctor away.